Hi, I'm Daniel Budai, and this is the Ecom Show, a podcast where you can learn more about the world of high-performing e-commerce players and marketers. The show is brought to you by the team of Budai Media. Let's grow your e-commerce business together. This episode is brought to you by Budai Media. At Budai Media, we help e-commerce businesses scale beyond eight and nine figure annual revenue with retention marketing and website conversion rate optimization. We help e-commerce businesses get to the next level by increasing their customer lifetime value and website conversion rate. Budai Media helped 100 plus e-commerce stores grow from all over the world in the last three years. If you think you need help with scaling your e-commerce business, let's connect. Email us your questions at contact at thebudaimedia.com. If you want to learn more about this topic or find out more details, go to thebudaimedia.com. Let me spell Budai to make it easier for you. B-U-D-A-I. So again, go to thebudaimedia.com to learn more. Hello, everyone. Here is Danielle, and this is our uh, first uh, Ecom show recording. And uh, I'm really excited to have everyone who is watching the live stream or uh, listening to the podcast or maybe watching it on social media or uh, YouTube. And uh, let's get started. So today I will talk about certain topics. Also, I will uh, just really remember a few things from the past, um, some very nice memories. Also, I will uh, present a few... Uh, the, the results basically a Q&A session that we had uh, last week in our community and uh, I will close the whole session with some quotes. Uh, let me tell you that this live stream is sponsored by Budai Media, an e-commerce retention marketing and website CRO agency which is based in Europe but we work with more than 35 e-commerce stores at the moment. And historically, we work with more than 100. We generated more than $20 million for these stores in the last two years. And if anyone wants some help regarding how to scale their e-commerce stores, then uh, it's very likely that we can help. That being said, let's get started. So basically, I will talk about uh, three topics at the beginning. And uh, with the team, we are uh, creating a playbook for next year. And we collected all the big trends and what software tools to use to tackle with these trends and to adapt to the needs of the market. And uh, the very first uh, thing, the very first trend uh, is probably not as surprising for many of you, but uh, because it's been going for many years, but uh, I just cannot highlight this enough. So this very first trend is nothing else than being mobile first. So just some stats that I found from uh, Statista and from Neil Patel. So 73% of all sales online uh, in e-commerce stores, those happen through mobile phones. And uh, this year, only this year in 2021, this... uh, percentage grew by 13%. So there was a 13% increase in uh, mobile e-commerce sales this year. And uh, I want to share some uh, interesting stats. So I will just share my screen. 
and I really hope this will work well. So yeah, I hope everyone can see it now. Uh, yeah, and basically uh, what these um, two lists tell you. So one, this one here is uh, top apps on uh, mobile phones. And on the right side, you, on the right side, you can see the top websites that uh, people use. And uh, probably it's not a surprise for you that people, they tend to use apps more and more on mobile. It's also a trend that people use website less, websites less, and they use apps more and more. And uh, people, when they use websites, they use Facebook, Yahoo, Amazon, USPS, PayPal, Twitter, and all of these, while on mobile, they rather use social media apps, YouTube, Gmail, and uh, all of these. And uh, why it's quite interesting, because people on desktop, they use Amazon, they use uh, PayPal, they use Walmart. So, you know, they use all of these, but on mobile, only Amazon is here, which is, uh, which is an e-commerce platform. On mobile, they rather use apps. And uh, this is why social commerce social and social e-commerce is also an upcoming trend. People, they don't want to go to the Amazon website or not even using the Amazon app. They don't want to use PayPal, Walmart. What they want is they are already on Facebook. They are already on Messenger. They are already on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Snapchat, and they want to buy there. They don't want to switch the platform. And... Uh, since more and more people use apps and mobile phones, uh, this will be huge in the next years that uh, you can buy on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube, and uh, all of these uh, platforms. Personally, personally, I'm really excited about Gmail as an email marketer. So uh, that's one reason why email still converts so well, because that's the number third app that people use on their mobile phones. Also, I want to tell you a uh, few tips how you can uh, be mobile first if you are not yet and uh, how to consider uh, mobile traffic and uh, customers. So my number one tip is that you should check your uh, site speed on a mobile phone because uh, let's be honest, there isn't a more terrible experience than uh, using your mobile and you go to a website and it's super slow. Actually, I think there was a uh, research, psychological research, and uh, they asked people what they really, you know, what they are really afraid of. And number one was public speaking. Number two was death. And number three was a slow website on mobile. So it's a real problem. It's pain in the ass. And on mobile, you must be fast. On desktop, it's not the number one thing, but on mobile, you must be fast. When people use mobile, then, then their attention span is super short and they want to act quickly. So check your site speed on mobile. And if it's slow, then uh, you should consider how to make it faster. Number one tip uh, on how to be mobile first. So check the percentage of people, the percentage of your visitors uh, who come from mobile. So it's very likely that you will be surprised, first of all, especially if you are B2C. In B2B, desktop is still very important, but uh, in B2C, mobile, hands down, is, is you know, 
it's the winner in 95% of the cases. So check the percentage of your visitors on mobile and then you will understand its importance even more. Number three, tip, uh, check tap card. So tap card, if you don't know it, uh, is great to create apps for e-commerce stores and for your own business. It's super simple. It doesn't require, um, you know, complicated coding and all of that uh, very complex and sometimes boring work. So check TapCard because with TapCard you can create your own app. And as you can see here, people use apps on mobile and mostly social media. So you can come out with your own app and uh, it's not costly. Uh, it's quite uh, affordable. So check out TapCard. So the second topic that I want to discuss is... Um, and this will be a very important trend in uh, 2022 is uh, supply chain issues and how to optimize your uh, supply chain. Just a short story. Uh, a few days ago, I went to a friend of mine. He has an e-commerce store here in Europe. And uh, he told me it's a skincare company or hair care, so beauty, basically. And he told me that um, there are problems with ingredients. Fortunately, not for their stores or store, but um, <clears throat> he talks to other fellow e-commerce business owners and they face difficulties to get the ingredients for their products. And uh, this is not just in Europe. This is also in North America, Asia and Australia, all parts of the world. It's a real issue. Mostly it's because of the coronavirus, unfortunately, but also there are new regulations in certain countries. So uh, probably you want to check it out. And uh, also it's a stat that I found on Statista, 57% of e-commerce stores, they don't fully understand their own supply chain. So more than half of the e-commerce businesses, they actually don't fully understand how, the, how their product is made and how it gets to the customers. And I think that's a huge problem. So if you don't understand your own supply chain, then you don't know, you, you probably, you, you are not even aware of uh, the potential problems and where you can be screwed. So you should uh, definitely educate yourself as the business owner, if you are, uh, about your own supply chain, how is your product made and how it gets to your customers. What we can see on this chart, so share of e-commerce as a proportion of total retail. Basically, what we can see here is that the pandemic was actually a positive influence uh, on e-commerce. So you can see the different countries, US, United Kingdom. Um, these were the countries where the adoption of e-commerce was already relatively high compared to Australia, France, and Germany. But the pandemic and the peak of the pandemic uh, had a positive impact on e-commerce and it grew uh, in the US, it doubled. Um, in the United Kingdom, it grew by almost 50%. Same for Australia. In France, it also doubled. So you can see all of these. And uh, <clears throat> currently in the last few months and almost uh, after pandemic, um, these trends, you know, it went down, but as you can see, it's still higher than the original uh, number pre-pandemic. So if 
it, uh, the pandemic actually had a positive influence on e-commerce, but uh, unfortunately, it also had a negative effect on uh, supply chain and uh, especially those businesses who are not fully aware, uh, who don't fully know their own supply chain, uh, it can be a huge trouble. So a few, few of my tips on this topic, how to optimize your supply chain. So first of all, if uh, a customer goes to your website and uh, they purchase, after purchase, they should be able to track their uh, product and uh, how the shipping goes. So tracking code, uh, very, very um, simple to use it, especially if you have a Shopify store. So number one tip, make sure that people, customers can track their own uh, product. Number two, uh, set expectations around shipping. And uh, this goes to commercial rate optimization. So we can see so many e-commerce businesses not being transparent about their own shipping uh, time and costs. And uh, when we do CRO, we always recommend that you should be upfront about these things, about the cost of your sh shipping and also the timeline. So you can already put this on your product page so people are fully fully aware of this um, and you should also show this to your visitors uh, on the checkout page the faster the earlier you show this to your visitors the better uh, it is number three how to optimize your supply chain so use sms and email marketing and why these channels are great? Because these are very personal. You can send it to the inbox uh, of your uh, customers and uh, they can see it. And you can just clearly communicate, okay, this is our shipping time. And uh, until then, just be patient. Uh, you can check out our FAQ. If you want, you can talk to our support or maybe here's a discount you can buy or maybe here's another product that you can try out. Uh, or you can educate the customers on the product that uh, they will receive, how they can use it. Uh, so, you know, there are many ways to communicate with people um, until they get their products. But the point is, you have to be transparent about your shipping fees and shipping time. And uh, also uh, just, you know, um, really helping them to be patient because... Uh, when you order something, especially if it's expensive and you don't have any message, you don't know where your product is. Let's be honest, that feeling sucks. Um, number three is uh, conversion rate optimization will become even more important next year. And uh, why I'm saying this? So this year we had iOS 14, iOS 15, and it really screwed Facebook ads, um, iOS 15 affected email marketing, and uh, we have some issues with cookies and with Google. It's coming soon as well. So regarding third-party data, things are more difficult. Um, this is when, uh, so this is the point when it becomes super important to track your data correctly and uh, having reliable data. So in our experience, when you spend a lot on ads and you just don't know 
the ROI on that money, that's, an, that's just not a position where you really want to be. But the good thing with CRO, we can use Google Analytics or some other analytical platform and uh, we can track everything, uh, not everything, but you know many different things. We can track these uh, quite well and you will see the ROI of uh, most of your marketing channels. Also, what we can see with uh, e-commerce stores is the more they spend, the more conversion rate optimization becomes important. Because if you spend $10,000 on ads, you can see a very good ROI. And uh, investing into CRO, um, it's probably a similar amount but the increase in your revenue won't be as huge. But if you spend a six-figure amount, a six-figure amount, um, sorry, a six-figure amount every month for your ads, so 100, 200, 300K, that, that's the amount that you spend on ads, uh, your ROI will decrease. And also, it's just better to invest into conversion rate optimization because it's cheaper but the potential impact is higher. So with the same traffic, uh, you will see much better, much higher conversion rates. If you have only 2% conversion rate and if you can increase it to 3%, 4%, some even 7%, 8 9% conversion rates, that's a much bigger impact than just spending more on your ads, spending hundreds of thousands of dollars more on your ads. So CRO becomes more important next year uh, because of tracking and also because it's just highly reliable. And it's especially true for big stores who are big spenders on ads and uh, they haven't realized yet that they should invest more into conversion rate optimization. In uh, my experience, if you have at least $40,000, dollars in your revenue, then uh, you should invest, you should start investing into conversion rate optimization. If you don't have this amount of revenue yet, then uh, you can check out this picture here and uh, we will attach this to the recording. And uh, this, this is basically a guide, almost like a checklist, how to find good and high converting Shopify themes. So again, this is only if you are below $50,000 a month in your uh, e-commerce revenue. So use this checklist. Um, we are not a big fan as an agency. We are not a big fan of uh, just, you know, getting the most popular Shopify themes in our experience, it, it's not the best approach. It's just better to customize things. And you can use this checklist to uh, optimize uh, your website and to pick the right Shopify theme. And now I will stop sharing my screen. So again, this is our uh, live stream uh, for the Ecom show. And uh, I'm really happy if you are watching us or listening to us on uh, on Spotify, Apple Podcast, or watching us on social media on or YouTube. And now, after I drink some water, and now 
I will continue with some images and some really good memories. So the first image I want to show is with uh, Angie and the Optimonster team. This image was uh, shot in uh, San Diego, California, Traffic and Conversion Conference 2019. Uh, really good memories. This is this was my second time in the U.S., first time in California, and I really love San Diego. I want to go back next year, hopefully after coronavirus, I can go back. And if you don't know Optim Monster uh, and Angie, so Optim Monster is the pop-up uh, company we work with. Uh, we really like their uh, segmentation tools and. Uh, it's just amazing how personalized pop-ups can be using OptiMonster. We tried many other tools, but still OptiMonster is our go-to choice uh, in like 80% of the cases um, with our clients. So uh, if you don't know OptiMonster, check them out. I think they have some discount as well in December. You spend a few tens of bucks every month and you will get super pop-ups. So the next image was also shot in the US, uh, Boston, and I hope you can see it. So I think this is the prime example that your uh, competitors can be your friends. So this image was shot with uh, Hustler Marketing in Boston at the Clavio conference in uh, 2019. And uh, if you don't know their uh, CEO, his name is Boschan, and he's here. Uh, no, the other side. Okay, I will find it. Yeah, the blonde guy or ginger guy, uh, more like blonde. So yeah, uh, he's the CEO of Hustler Marketing. And uh, you can see me here in the middle with Ben, who is our business development person. And uh, basically, we went to a bar and we had some fun. I think if you have competitors in, their, in your industry, um, it's important to, you know, not being the best friends with them, but sharing information. And of course, you can keep a certain distance, but, uh, you know, you can share information with each other. And for me, it's very interesting because I can see in e-commerce, there are so many niches and brands who don't talk to each other at all. They, they don't even want to acknowledge the existence of uh, the other company. And uh, that's not our approach here. We try to share information. We try to improve together. Um, actually, with this guy, we even lived together in Barcelona two years ago. So I think it's just really good uh, to learn from your own uh, competitors. And the third image I want to show today is Ezra Firestone. Uh, this was also shot in San Diego, 2019, California Traffic and Conversion Conference. Um, I'm a huge fan of Ezra Firestone. He's the founder of uh, Boom, uh, e an e-commerce brand and smart marketer and also Zipify software company. So I'm a huge fan of uh, Ezra Firestone, probably you as well. And uh, check out his stuff because uh, he shares a ton of knowledge, uh, especially before Black Friday, he went crazy. Um, and actually, his uh, email marketing course was my first e-commerce uh, course that I took. 
and uh, that's really uh, launched my career as well. So probably you want to check out the stuff of Ezra Firestone. And now in the next session uh, or in the next section, I want to share the results of uh, our poll from uh, last week. So basically last Thursday, I uh, asked people on uh, different platforms, on uh, Instagram, on uh, Facebook, on LinkedIn, um, what is their favorite email marketing software tool that they use? And I expected, actually I posted a few options like MailChimp, Klaviyo, ActiveCampaign, HubSpot. And, uh, you know, I expected most people that they will vote for one of them. And uh, it was quite surprising for me that the market is actually uh, more segmented. So not just these tools were mentioned, but many others. And basically, I took here two uh, screenshots. One is from my Instagram. And uh, you can see here a few people what uh, was their favorite uh, options. So one of my friends, Henrik, mentioned ConvertKit uh, and another friend from Spain, he also mentioned ConvertKit. And one girl from uh, Ukraine, she mentioned uh, Unisender. And uh, yeah, so ConvertKit, uh, as far as I know, it's really good for bloggers and coaches and consultants. It's not really for e-commerce, but if you are a coach, a consultant, you build a personal brand, then uh, ConvertKit is highly recommended. This uh, was the result on uh, Facebook. So you can see a few results here. Klaviyo, GetResponse, Klaviyo for e-commerce, BirdSend or <laughs> Gmail, which came from a uh, funny friend. But uh, what I want to say here is... Uh, here, so here's my opinion on this. If uh, you are just starting out as a business and uh, you look for something cheap and affordable, but still something good for value, then probably you should check out MailChimp. MailChimp um, is, I think they just got acquired by uh, Intuit. I'm not sure, but you can Google it. So uh, it's a good company. They've been on the market for more than 10 years. And for many, many years, this has been the go-to tool for most businesses and even e-commerce companies. So check out MailChimp if you are just starting out. If you are a bigger company and if you are in e-commerce, then uh, I definitely recommend to pick Klaviyo. It's uh, not as affordable as MailChimp, but Klaviyo has super deep segmentation options and... Uh, also, it collects a ton of data. It especially works well with Shopify. It's super easy to integrate it. And uh, it's also super easy to migrate your list from MailChimp into Klaviyo. So if you want to have highly personalized emails and a lot of data about your customers, and I think this is a must in 2021 and 22, then uh, check out Klaviyo. So these are the two tools that I really want to mention here. Um, Otherwise, if you are not in e-commerce, you can check out ActiveCampaign, HubSpot, GetResponse, and all of these other tools. And now we are <clears throat> before the last section of uh, today's live stream. 
Um, again, you are watching our e-com show live stream sponsored by Budai Media. And I'm really happy if you are watching the live stream or uh, listening to us on uh, a podcast platform or social media or YouTube. So today I uh, took here two of my uh, favorite quotes. One is by Henry Ford. A business that makes nothing but money is a poor business. So, you know, we can see so many entrepreneurs, especially at the beginning, especially young people who just want to make some money. They want some passive income. They want to get uh, started and, you know, they just want to get maybe a big house, an exotic car, maybe a hot girlfriend or boyfriend if you are a girl. And that's it. But uh, I can see so many entrepreneurs that after a while they just burn out because they hustle and they chase these things and uh, either they achieve it or not. At some point they achieve it if they really want it. But that's another Ford quote. So, yeah, if they uh, really want to achieve it, they usually achieve it. But, you know, if they have only this, uh, that they chase money and uh, physical material things, that then what I can usually see is they just burn out. So that's why I think everyone should make sure that your business uh, generates value, but not just in terms of money and materialistic things, but also other things. And you can think about it creatively. What would be for what would it be for you? So maybe just you just want to donate to uh, poor kids or uh, undereducated kids. I just did that a week ago. And actually on my birthday party, I asked people to do it as well. I think that's a really good thing. Or um, you can do something else. Maybe you are more spiritual. You want to, I don't know, uh, just help the local church with something. Um, so, you know, you can figure it out. But end of the day, I think if uh, your money, your sorry, your business is only to make money and that's it, that's a really poor business, as Henry Ford said as well. The next one is by Jeff Bezos. And this is one of my favorite quotes. So if you can feed a team with two pizzas, it's too large. Actually, I I think, I mean, it depends on the people, right? But uh, even one pizza should be enough. So, and this is a really good rule in management. And uh, if you manage a group of people and uh, also... If you have a meeting and you lead or manage a meeting with people, you shouldn't invite 20, 30, 40 people if you want to make good decisions and uh, decisions fast and efficiently. You should invite maximum six, maybe seven, maybe eight people, you know, as many people as could get well uh, with uh, two pizzas or maybe even one pizzas because Three, four, five, six people, you know, they can share their opinions quite efficiently. But if you invite more, then, uh, you know, everyone starts sharing their opinions. Each takes, let's say, five minutes. If you have six people, it will be a half an hour. That's quite okay. If you have 20 people, each talks for uh, five minutes, that will be... I don't know. I don't even know how many hours, probably three, four hours. And nobody will listen to each other for long hours. So one rule, 
keep each meeting, each of your meetings below one hour and uh, don't invite more than uh, eight people, uh, even less, six people, if you want to make decisions eff effectively. Um, and yeah, just keep these rules and uh, your decision making will be efficient and fast. So these were the topics for today. And again, this live stream and the Ecom show is sponsored by Budai Media, an e-commerce retention marketing and website conversion rate optimization agency. In the last three years, this company had more than 100 e-commerce stores, generate more than 20 million US dollars in revenue. And uh, if you also want to scale your e-commerce uh, store, then uh, feel free to reach out, go to the budaimedia.com website. And uh, you can also check out our podcast, The Ecom Show, on uh, your favorite podcasting platforms. One more thing I want to mention, we are coming out with uh, our first book, uh, ebook, but we will also print it. So uh, there will be some physical books available as well. And uh, this will be a playbook for 2022. And uh, there will be a lot of trends coming next year, what software tools to use to succeed in e-commerce. And uh, we will also share a few of our case studies so you can uh, learn from those and uh, how to do email marketing and uh, CRO better. And uh, I'm really excited about this now. So thanks again, everyone who watched uh, the show today. And uh, next week, a new episode will come out. Thanks a lot and see you soon. Hope you enjoyed this episode of the Ecom Show podcast. If you want to learn more about e-commerce, retention marketing, check out our Facebook group called Top 3% E-commerce Email Marketing or check out our website, thebudaimedia.com. The show is brought to you by the team of Budai Media. See you in our next episode and don't forget our goal. Grow your e-commerce business together.